routines. Let's talk about routine for a moment. There's a lot of people out there who live by routine. Wake up in the morning, make your bed, make coffee, maybe it's shower, shave, whatever the case may be. Cook breakfast for the family, go to work, do your work, drive home, spend time with family, go to bed, do it all over again. Some people live by a routine that simply works for them, where they're comfortable with, you know? I was never about routine. Not until I tried it. Routine was not even a word for me. Everything's always been chaos with me. I'm messy. I just kind of go with the flow of things. But I never had a simple routine. That wasn't until the day I developed one, along with addiction. Meth is a funny thing. At first, you feel like you're on top of the world. You're focused, you're reliable, you're working hard. But the more you do it, the more things get out of place. That's where it loses a lot of people. But for me, it kind of had a different effect. I was always out of focus. I was always, you know, messing up. And like, I've been drug testing more times I could count because of my normal behavior. Because people thought I was high, you know. And when I did meth, it made me calm. I, uh, I did have that bolt of energy, of course. But it also made me normal in a certain way. I was cleaner. I developed my routine. I made sure that I did my job right and well. I lived my life like a normal adult. But eventually, that starts to fade away no matter how much you try to follow the same routine. You see, in the beginning, meth will make you very, very on point with everything, focused and and active and working and ready. But then it has its lazy moments. And that happened later on in the future. We'll talk more about that later. But I would wake up. I would actually eat breakfast first before using. Have my coffee. My heart was just loving me at that time and take a shower brush my teeth now I'd sit down I'd set up a line on the table get my Jolly Rancher and uh, I would snort it put everything away start cleaning making my bed wash my face again even though I took a shower but just never had a problem doing that. Now, throughout time, I knew that, well, I, I got to eat more. Because I would only eat the, once a day, and that was breakfast before I did anything. And I knew eventually my appearances were going to definitely show. And so I would take these, like, energy vitamins, I guess you could say. Not the not the cheap-looking gas station ones, but, like, they were mix, a mixture of, like, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, you know, all, all the stuff that they call like like energy vitamins that's supposed to help you 
you know, help you uh, stay healthy. I would uh, have my toothbrush, toothpaste always ready. Have my face washed all the time. Make sure I showered all the time. I would do everything I needed to do to keep up with appearances to not look like a tweaker. Now, the common misconception about meth is that when you lose your teeth, or you see those people online that that have what's called a meth mouth, it's not because of the meth all the way. Yes, meth can do that, but it's not fully because of that. The full reasoning is because a lot of people will end up getting like a sweet tooth, and they'll drink sodas, they'll eat candies, they won't brush their teeth, and see meth causes your mouth to dry up. And when your mouth dries up and you're eating all those candies and sweets, thus your teeth will fall out, and it's just not a pretty thing. So I avoided that. In fact, I was very healthy. I would eat salads when I can, or I would drink, you know, shakes. Uh, not milkshakes, but like, um, you know, like banana, strawberry smoothies. That's what I meant to say, not shakes, smoothies. I would make sure that I would always change my socks, make sure that my clothes were always clean. Like, I would wash my body all the time because it would get greasy and oily if I didn't and dry and nasty, so I always use lotion. I developed a routine. And I looked at it more as like the upkeep to look normal. So in order for me to feel normal in society, I felt that at the time by using drugs, that made me a normal person, made me smarter, made me confident, made, well, I wouldn't say smarter. Let, let's hold that back. The confidence made me feel smarter. Does that make sense? Um, made me cleaner, made me eat healthier. And I, I, again, it made me feel normal. Again, guys, this happened since 2017. And a lot of people talked to me on the phone. A lot of people I did YouTube videos with. A lot of people seen me in person. And not as far as I'm aware, not a single person assumed I was high on drugs. About eight times out of ten, I was. Because when I was sober, I was too afraid to just meet people or talk to people because I always felt I was just annoying. Because again, guys, you have to remember, I do have ADHD. And I, I, I do have bipolar. I've had it since, since I was 16 years old. I was diagnosed with it. And it wasn't self-diagnosion. Di diagnostics di yeah anyway I was literally diagnosed with it by a psychiatrist I was put on meds for it so I know how I am off drugs and uh, not a lot of people like that I found myself making more friends and, and friends I still have to this day because of it but it doesn't, it doesn't do any good when, when people know, knew the fake me, you know, instead of knowing the real me. It sounds good at the beginning, but eventually 
in time, I found myself being weird. Lazy weird or sidetracked or hyper-focused or whatever the case may be, where I would be studying something for hours on end, going in circles and circles and circles, starting at like 5 p.m. and ended up, ended like, like finally shut my eyes at 5 p.m. the next day, you know, like my, my focus and my routine and everything was off. I would be glued to my phone or my laptop or whatever the case may be. I'd be glued on a subject. And that's where things went south. The procrastination was terrible. I mean terrible. I would tell somebody, yeah, I'll be there in about an hour, two hours tops. And then I just never show up and I just don't call. I've always been a procrastinator, but this just made it worse. When I lost my trucking job, when I failed a pre-employment drug test, I found myself not really caring too much about any of that. And I would sit in my room for hours on end and smoke and just let myself just, just almost turn to a tweaker, losing a ton of weight, not taking care of myself. And it was bad. But in the beginning, I developed a routine. When I called my buddy Alan to bring me some, he's like, yo, you, you want to smoke it up? I thought, sure. He's never much of a smoker. Never tried to smoke that, at least. Because I thought, you know, doing lines are working for me. I have it dosed out, right? Like, it was working at the time. But smoking it is where things really went bad and went south for me. One of the weird things I found was when we smoked it, it did give you kind of a different high. The first time I smoked that, my buddy showed me how to do it, and it, it was interesting. You know, if you did, if you held the flame too close, you can end up burning it, and it was just like this really bad, bad taste. But when you did it right, it didn't have no taste. It, it and if it did, it was just a very light chemically or cheery like weedy type flavor you know like I couldn't really explain it it was clean so to say for chemicals going in your body you didn't really feel it when you inhaled um, and didn't really want to hold it in some people say that it can crystallize your lungs which I don't believe that too much but I inhaled it and I exhaled it I never really had to hold it in to feel any effect I found that my routine did change and that I was addicted to smoking it a lot more. Um, and then that's when my usage totally went up. I would smoke almost a gram in a 24 hour period. And the difference was that I wasn't doing a line. I was just smoking it. You know, the moment I started feeling a little tired or, or unmotivated, I'd take a hit and take another hit. So, because I wasn't dosing it out and prepared, I was um, just smoking it every time I felt a little down. 
One of the best ways I've found to use, but it takes a lot longer to take effect, was drinking it. Um, basically, I would take a Gatorade, and I'd put, you know, I would say about a quarter gram in there. Like, not much. A lot of people don't know how to really dose because they think that, oh yeah, as soon as you drink it, you're going to feel uh, the effect immediately. And, and this is where it's dangerous, is if you're not smart, you'll end up overdosing or, or not really overdosing but like you'll uh you will get spun like not a good high not a fun high but if you do it right it's like a wave you know up and down and you still energized you're happy you're motivated all that but every way that i did it had a different effect um but smoking it was the most chill in a in a weird sense and it was the kind of way that you would use when you're with other people but I didn't like smoking with other people I didn't like smoking around people at all right I, I found myself doing dumb shit when it came to finding the shit because when you smoked it uh, it went by quicker especially with other people and we would have to go find it I remember one time I was with my buddy and we he went with me on a run and we had to find some shit because we were out we didn't have our connection at the time something happened to where we couldn't find any and we relied on his sister to uh find some for us and she was taking us all over town and trying to find it and we were doing this in my semi truck in my semi truck bobtailed mind you but still stupid time one of the dumbest things i ever did in my life and, and still don't realize like i don't understand how i got caught like how i did not get caught the fact that it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd be driving around in my semi uh, trying to find dope. It, it was just dumb. We always found the semi was like a safe place because you had the curtains and, you know, we'd all be in the sleeper just, just smoking up and uh, we'd just be chilling. Now, my buddy, he, he, he was a shooter. I didn't like that. I, I never really was into the whole needle thing i it, it kind of grosses me out and he had he he was in a whole different world when he when he did it man it, it was bad you know and i would try to get him clean i know that's kind of an oxymoron but basically what i would do is i would say hey buddy let's not buy nothing at all and how about you come on the road with me and sober up? You know, I had two bunks. Why not? Anything to help a friend from shooting it. And he would sometimes go. Now, sometimes we would be like, well, what if we don't, you know, do it soberly? But what if I just say, all right, well, you have to do lines or you have to smoke it, but you can't shoot it. You know, like I would try to stop him from just shooting it. And for those of you who don't know, shooting it means like using the needle and uh, shooting up your arm, basically. Uh, one time he said, hey, buddy, I got a friend uh, who, who needs a ride. We need to pick up in Vegas. And we were in my semi. Uh, and I said, well, if we pick him up, he's got to go with us on this trip, blah, blah, blah. Cause that's fine. So so we picked up his friend in Vegas. And I, I think we're, he was just trying to go to Phoenix, but... but he had to stay with us till we got that route back to Phoenix. 
And I was going from Vegas to Colorado, and we pick him up, and uh, I could tell immediately that this dude was bad news. You know, he was just weird, you know, and uh, one night, we we just partied too hard. We were all smoking and doing drugs. We ended up getting, getting you know, a good stash, and we're going through the mountains in Colorado, and I think I was up for 48 hours. I, I just overdid it because when I hang out with people, I lose my routine and I overdo it. And then uh, I started seeing shit in my truck and shadow people. It, it was all bad. Like, it was dangerous. It, it, it was super fucking dangerous. Um, but my buddy tells me, hey, bud, uh, pull over up here. Uh, let us out. Thinking, why? What's up? He's like, trust me, just just pull over up here and let us out. Uh, all right. Now, when I drove, these fools would be in the back smoking, listening to music, doing their own thing, whatever the fuck, you know. And uh, I'd be up listening to music, driving, doing my own thing. Like, like nobody ever really got up front because we were just paranoid like that. We didn't want to cause any attention to ourselves. So I didn't know what was going on in the back. But uh, apparently this guy was getting so twacked out of his mind that he thought that I was an undercover cop taking him to jail. That's right. He thought I was an undercover cop taking him to jail. And he wanted to chop my head off while I was driving down the road. He had a machete in his, in his back. Now, buddy Allen, he, he tells him, no, nah, dude, what the fuck? I've known him since since like second grade and he has I've, I've known this dude since second grade Alan and uh, and uh, he just basically told me to pull over and they're gonna get out to use the restroom or whatever and so they get out to use the restroom and then he texts me says hey just 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 go bub don't uh don't look back just go drive trust me you want to do that and I was kind of weirded out by the whole thing but I went and then later on, that's when he told me that what the dude was gonna do. Um, and I realized, yeah, I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be around people like this. I ended up getting sober after that. Like I did not smoke anymore. I didn't do any more drugs. I ended up sleeping a little bit, delivering my load, and I went home and I got sober for the longest time because that was the closest to death by crazy I've ever been. I just don't understand how people's mindset, like every, everybody's different, you know, their, their mindset on the shit is just weird. You know, some people, when they do it, they get lost and they turn crazy and some people just have their own routine and, and they do things normally. I wouldn't say that because I did meth, I was normal. I was anything but normal. And I had my flaws and I did stupid shit, as you guys heard. But I also knew that if I hadn't smoked it, maybe I would have been stuck in a regular routine. If I would have just kept dosing it out. Because it does affect me differently with my ADHD. It works in the form of Adderall, basically. You know, it, it calms me down, it makes me focused, and... It puts me in that normal spectrum of society. 
but I uh, I did good for a while. That was until I had a trigger. And this was when I moved to Missouri. Now, Missouri was kind of good and bad. Like, I, I had one bad slip in Missouri. But other than that, I was sober throughout most of my time there. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about the slip of Missouri. And we're also going to be talking about how I lost my trucking career. And how the dope in the Gatorade is the reason why I failed my pre-employment drug tests. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Little White Lions. This is my story, my journey, and I'm happy to share with you all. I will catch you all in the next episode. And be sure to like and subscribe if you're listening on the YouTube channel or if the podcast lets you, the Spotify, whatever. I don't know how that works. But um, thank you all for listening. I'll see you soon. Goodbye.